Hello, hello. Welcome to Yoga Wellness Money. I'm Amanda Mortensen, and thanks for joining us today. Today, we're going to talk about the first step in becoming your own personal financial guru. And it's sort of like becoming a yoga guru. You start one day and commit yourself and decide that you're going to practice yoga. And let's say you decide to start with a class. And you go to class for the first time, and the teacher hopefully has reminded you that it's not a competition. You only do what your body can do, what your body wants to do. You take care of yourself. You don't compare yourself with the other students. And so it's the same way with our money. Our money, it's really important to just really be tuned in to where we are and not compare ourselves to other people. And I think one of the most important things we can do in relation to being our own financial planner, being our own financial guru, is knowing where we're starting from. So when we've been doing these organization exercises through the first couple of podcasts, one of the reasons I really wanted you to get super organized was so that you could easily pull out the paperwork you're going to need to figure out your net worth, your starting point, your balance sheet. So your balance sheet is just simply the piece of paper that on one side, the left-hand side, you list all of your assets, all of the things that you own. And on the right side, we're going to list all of our debts, liabilities, all the things we owe, and then we subtract them in the name number is either positive, we have a positive net worth, or we have a little bit more debt than we should, and we're in a negative debt net worth. Either way, this is a great starting point. Because if we don't know where we're starting, we don't really know where we're going or what we really need to be doing and focused on right now to make our situation better. So the very first thing I want you to do is just gather up all of your balances, like what the worth is of your home, what you have in savings, what you have in your different retirement accounts through work, what you have maybe in a Roth that you've started on your own. Take everything, all of your cash and firm assets. Now, people can put their current value of their car in the asset column. That's usually good for like the first time go around. But remember, cars are depreciating assets. They aren't going to go up in value year after year. They're going to actually go down in value. So the only reason I want a car on there to begin with is sometimes it's good to know the current value of your car, blue book value of your car today in case you want to sell it to pay off some debt on the other side of your balance sheet. So anyway, so you list those on the left, all of your assets, your accounts, cash, retirement, current value of your home. Then on the right-hand side, you list the mortgage, the amount owing on your home still, the amount owing on any cars, student loan debts, personal debts to family, credit card debts, consumer debts. So you want to have those all listed and then total them up and subtract. And a lot of times when I do a class, one of the first things we do is we do this from our heads. We just kind of guess, just sort of pencil out. Because I'm a firm believer 
in just starting. So whatever you can do right there in the moment to get started, just do it. So if you don't have time to pull out all of your statements, you can just pull out a piece of paper, two columns, and estimate. What do you own? What do you owe to different people? And then subtract the two, and that's your net worth. Now, if it's negative, congratulations. As long as you don't incur any new debt, your net worth is just going to go up. And if it's already in the positive, great. Let's not make any major mistakes so we can keep moving that number forward. The other reason I think this is important is you start to learn that your money isn't your money. If you have a lot of debt, what comes in is going out to pay your debts. And the goal is is to get completely out of debt except for your house so that when money comes in, it's your money. You decide what you're going to do with it. You know, you pay your tithes or charitable donations. You pay yourself. You pay your utilities and food and housing. But after that, you get to decide where your money goes. It's your money. And the more of it you can keep in a given year, the more you're going to help your net worth number go up year over year. So I'll tell you a story I had one year when my CPA told me, you didn't have a very good year. You didn't make very much money this this year. And I said, well, does it really matter? Because I still maxed out my 401k. So I put my net worth up at the time, maybe around 15000 and I didn't incur any new debt. So I was ahead, and I just said to her, you know, it's really not what I make, it's how much I keep. And if I can keep what I made, if I can keep the same as what I kept last year, then I'm no worse off, even though my income was lower. So it's really a mindset shift. If you can start thinking about increasing your net worth year over year, even if it's by $1,000, 5000 10000 20000 currently the 401k maximum for 2019 is going to be, I believe, 18500 Hypothetically then, as long as I max out my 401k and I don't incur any new debt, my net worth is going to increase at least that $18,000, maybe more if my other accounts, my other long-term retirement accounts have made interest. You know, every once in a while, we're going to have some bad years in the stock market and you'll see your net worth go down. But again, I want to remind you when the stock market goes down and prices go down and you see a hit to your balance, it's okay. Hopefully you're still buying because that means you're buying your stocks on a discount or your mutual funds on a discount, your index funds on a discount. So never worry about the stock market going down because what goes down will come back up and what goes up will come down. But over time, the trajectory is always on a positive slope from 1929 to the present. It goes up and down, sometimes severely, but over the course of your life, 20, 30, 40 years of investing, you will make out and outpace inflation, which is about 3 to 4% a year, because the stock market's going to give a return on average between 8 and 12%. I know that's wide, but I'm trying to be conservative. On the flip side, a good way to decrease your net worth year over year is to incur debt to buy a new car and incur a large loan on it. 
or take out even more credit, um, I'm sorry, more student loans. Because I happen to know, because I was a college student once upon a time, I had a lot of friends that took out student loans to buy things or to go on trips. Uh, I had a an assistant that got a full-ride scholarship to school, technically shouldn't have had any debt, and he took out a loan to buy himself a really nice new car. So, and actually, now that I think about it, I remember in law school, my second year, I had a full scholarship, and I took out a small loan to buy a new car because mine was dead or dying, so I bought a, a used car. So I've actually been guilty of it myself. And I don't know if I was even paying attention to net worth in college. I think it, in college, your net worth is zero or a negative something. That being said, as you get out into the workforce and as you're working or your spouse is working, you want to start paying attention to these things and making sure you're growing your balance sheet year over year and adding your wealth to the left side of the column, the left side being all of your assets. You're doing things and putting money away. So at the end of the year, and I want you to do this once a year. So once a year at the same time, you're going to sit down and you're going to tally up those assets, those debts, do a little subtraction, and hopefully the number is going up year over year. And if you're conservative and living within your means and below your means, it should be no problem. My husband is really leaves this to me, obviously, because this is something of mine that I kind of live, eat, breathe, and love talking about this stuff and doing this stuff. But he's even surprised when we do our annual sit-down in January and says, wasn't our net worth X when we got married five years ago and now it's Y? That's pretty amazing. And it is amazing because as you just kind of stay consistent and you know, I've been invested in the market a long time. And so the market has been very kind since 2009, since the big crash, you know, it's done nothing but upswing again. And so there's been a lot of returns there. So that is the thing that I just want to impress upon you today is to do your net worth. I do have an article on seven easy steps, I believe, to figuring out your net worth. It's on yogawellnessmoney.com. And just do this one thing today. I don't even want to make this a long podcast because I really don't want you to do anything else. And in the bottom, in the comments, if you'd be willing to share um, any experiences you had, if you were surprised, happily surprised at your net worth, if you were kind of like shell-shocked by how much debt you had incurred, just kind of if it was a positive or negative experience for you. And if it was motivating or even, I guess, on the converse, demotivating, which I hope it wasn't, because just like your yoga practice, you're starting where you're starting, your body's where it's at, and you can either improve a little every day and in six months look back and say, wow, look at my sun salutation now. Or in six months, still have been ignoring it and still not be in a better place or even more likely is to be in a slid back place. Because when we stay inert, when we are in a state of inertia, I think is a better way of saying it, 
we are really in a state of entropy. We are going backwards. There's no such thing as standing still. You're either moving forward and exerting energy to move forward, or you're doing nothing, and entropy is taking you backwards, and you're uh, degrading. So I encourage this. I hope that this little talk really motivates you to sit down, and you will be surprised. You'll be one of your few friends that even knows what a balance sheet is, and your net worth, and you'll know it, and it, you can put it in your pocket, and you can put a little file, and then you can pull it out next year and do the same exercise next year. And I just want to say thanks for joining us today and teach your friends about it. When you learn something and you share it with other people, it just reinforces your learning. So I'm all about learning here. And the quicker you can take a little pen and paper when you have a minute and just see if you can guesstimate what your net worth is and then share it with somebody and encourage them to do the same and maybe you know, just follow up with each other. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful day, a healthful day, and we'll see you here next time. Yoga Wellness Money. I'm Amanda Mortensen. Namaste.